Well, hello, friends, and welcome to His Mighty Hand, the radio ministry and podcast ministry of the Highland Terrace Baptist Church, located in Greenville, Texas. Now, in these few moments we spend together each week, you'll hear great and stirring interviews and powerful messages from the Word of God. But the reason for it all is so you can be touched by... I'd like to say hello to our soon-to-be new friends. Let me tell you, you've come across something very special today. It's called His Mighty Hand. For a few moments, your host, Pastor Chet, will lead you through a powerful interview from someone who understands what it's like to have their life touched by the mighty hand of God. And by the way, so does Pastor Chet. If you doubt that in any way, why not check out HisMightyHand.com? You'll learn some interesting things that will really help you understand what this ministry is all about. So let's get to it, shall we? Are you ready for something different? Are you ready for something real? Are you ready for God's mighty hand? Welcome to His Mighty Hand. His Mighty Hand is inspiring interviews, special holiday episodes, and practical Bible teaching by your host, Dr. Chet Haney. Why not stay with us? Why not subscribe? You may find that you too will be touched by... Here's what His Mighty Hand is all about. I've had the privilege to sit behind a computer and edit all of the interviews that Pastor Chet has done over the past several years. But only one time did I get to interview anyone, and that was Pastor Chet himself. I think you've begun to understand why this ministry is so special. And if there's any question left, listen for the next few minutes as Pastor Chet completes the third part of his interview entitled, The Storm. And then you will understand why this ministry is so special. Because it really doesn't focus on anyone. It focuses on the mighty hand of God. It's one thing to be a pastor. It's one thing to spend a lifetime in a ministry. It's another thing to be a genuine servant of God. And I'm going to tell you, the guy that you listen to every week loves the Lord. And you're going to see that today in a way that you cannot possibly imagine. A couple of broadcasts ago, we talked about the tremendous storm that blew through Greenville and blew the roof literally off of this church that this man pastors, and how God used that and brought a tremendous revival into their church. And then we heard about how the reality was that in just the past few months, Pastor Chet has lost his dad and his mom. And how that was still a part of his life as he went through the difficulties. But wait, (laughs) there's more to the story. And you're going to get to see the inside heart of a real pastor today. And I want that to be a blessing to you. And I want you to see if you can't sense the mighty hand of God in this life. Pastor Chet, what a joy to have you today. Thank you so much, uh, Joe, for the kind words. And it's a privilege to be with you. It is awesome. And we talked a little bit about the storm. We've talked a little bit about the loss of your parents. And that's kind of like the old one-two punch we used to say. Mm-hmm. But what happens with the one-two punch is a one-two-three punch. That's something even more. And I happen to know that you're going through some other struggles that you've expressed a desire 
to bring forth that God may get glory out of them. So tell the folks what's going on in your life personally. Well, thank you. And it's uh, not that I want to, you know, focus attention on me, but um, a lot of people have been praying for me uh, ever since December the 15th. I had a little fall. Hmm. I was trying to move some furniture up to the attic uh, right before Christmas time and had already been up and down a big ladder many times to put Christmas lights on my house, and I was really careful. But I got a little sloppy going up into the attic just because of familiarity, I suppose, and I missed a step uh, just about the last step up, Mm -hmm. fell down, and just shattered my uh, elbow into many, many pieces. Mm. As a matter of fact, it uh, felt like a bag of marbles uh, as we were making our way to the hospital and then later in the ambulance going over to Dallas uh, for surgery. It was really, uh, really kind of crazy. And had the surgery, they were able to do a big, massive elbow reconstruction, and I went through pretty painful time of recuperation and it really knocked me out of uh, preaching for a little while. I was not able to really get up and around um, hardly at all. I remember I had a big wedding in January that I had promised a sweet girl I was going to do for her. I didn't have the heart to cancel on her. Uh, So it was over in Dallas and I made my way over there and did that wedding. It was really the first time kind of back in the saddle and man we got through it but that set me back a few days and I found myself in bed and it was just really you'd think you know just a limb uh, injury wouldn't affect you that much but it was uh, it was pretty tough it was a stinker Mm. about um, six weeks post-surgery I was able to begin some physical therapy and Naturally, that was difficult as well and painful, but uh, we were having a a time because the swelling in my right hand was just so pronounced. It looked like a big bear paw with sausage fingers. (laughs) Yes, it did. I remember. uh, Do you? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) One day, my my hand specialist, Jeff, told me, he said, I really would like you to get that checked because... That swelling should not be there still. So I called the doctor. He's on vacation. Told the nurse about it. Uh, this is over in Plano. She said, you should just go to the ER. Ask him to do a Doppler. Ask him to do some x-rays. Ask him to do this and that, ultrasound. And uh, so we had all those tests done. And by the end of the day, they wanted to do a CAT scan. Mm. So I went for a CAT scan. Uh, they had to put an IV dye in me and everything. And they told me that they had found some oversized lymph nodes in my shoulder area and that I needed to go see an oncologist. I was, mm. I was like, oh, what? Wow. They said, Mr. Haney, this is a uh, indication of lymphoma. And so that was really unexpected. And I found myself yeah. <laughs> walking out to the parking lot thinking, well, I've had a good life. Mm. 
uh, let's see, who's going to preach my funeral? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you just have those, wow. you just jump to those conclusions and have those thoughts. Sure. So we didn't say too much about it until we could go see the oncologist. And when we saw her, she said, there's a low degree of concern, but we are going to do a full body CAT scan so that we can make sure that these lymph nodes are localized and not generalized, she said. And when that was done, sure enough, they were generalized, and now we need you to have a biopsy. So I went in for a biopsy. It's a little surgical operation. It was actually in my groin, of all things. Mm. Broke my elbow and have to have surgery in my groin. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they pulled out two lymph nodes, and the surgeon when I went to see him for the post-op check, and that that whole area was so swollen. I was a little concerned about, you know, how's this going to drain? And uh, so he looked at it. He said, don't worry about it. It's fine. But he said, by the way, you do have lymphoma. Wow. And he said, "Uh, I'm going to tell you how we're going to put a port in you because I know she's going to want to put a port in for chemo. So let's just go ahead and do that consult now while you're here, and it'll save you an appointment. And I'm just, my head is spinning. Sure is. Listening to all this. And so I go home and tell my wife and kids, and they all just fell apart. Sure they did. And it was premature because when we got to the oncologist with the scan and with the report, she was able to tell me that this is a... Low-grade lymphoma, it's considered non-aggressive. While it is considered incurable, we're not even going to treat it right now. Hmm. No chemo, no radiation. We're going to just watch it and see if it grows. Then you may have to have chemo later, and you may possibly have to have a bone marrow transplant later. But for now, we're going to keep an eye on it. And that was it. When I considered that a great victory, of course, sure, and was glad to be able to share that good report with the church and with my family. I'm really going to put you on the spot here. Sure. Because I think our, our listeners, especially those that have listened the last few weeks, they're getting a picture of this. Mm-hmm. So you go through this in your life personally, and it's a, it's a, it's a shock. It's a, it's a bucket of cold water. It's something you don't expect. It's life-changing. Yeah, and then you lose your your mom and your dad, and then uh, your church the the roof is blown off, and it's and that has got to create some kind of angst and some kind of. But yet I look at you, and and I see you, and I watch your love and your concern for other people. I've listened to your sermons over the last months as I sit and meticulously edit them for this broadcast. I listen to you when you pray. I listen to you when you interview people. And I hear nothing but worship and honor and glory to Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, that's not the way most people in this world are. Why are you like that? Well, I don't know if it's anything uh, really with me personally. Uh, Here's the advantage that I've had this year uh, just you know, in addition to the grace and mercy of God. It's kind of like when you have a baby, you know, it changes your life. But it doesn't all happen in one day. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to buy some diapers, and then you have to find some 
bottles, and you're going to need some baby clothes, and you got to think about a bed. And a lot of this stuff you can begin to work on before the baby actually comes. Then the baby comes, and you kind of go through an adjustment, and it's a process. And it's not all like one big drastic change uh, like Job had. You know, Job's suffering was dramatic in its timing because poor guy, he was like, what next? Because just one thing after another after another. But for me, all of these um, things, the stuff that you go through in life, have been spaced out with a whole lot of grace in between and a whole lot of God in between. And Joe, I I can't um, take any credit for that. If you've got a lot of God in your life and a lot of grace in your life, Mm. you can be a terrifically earthy, earthbound person created from dust and still experience great victory and great joy in the Lord. Because it's not about us. It's just simply all about him. Wow. And, and that, I think you're on it. I think that is the key. You know me. You know my life. You know I've experienced yeah. some, some heartache as well in my right. life, as has everyone who's listening to this right now. Right. They've experienced it as well. Right. And I think maybe the key is really understanding that we're not supposed to lay up for ourselves treasures in this world where thieves break through and steal. Mm-hmm. The things that we have in our lives that really matter are not in this world anyway. They're yeah. placed for us up into another world. Right. And I I guess maybe that's the key. And so somebody out there has listened to this, and they've been touched by this. They understand your struggles. They understand because just as you say that, I can feel things in my heart that I remember from when I went through this with our loss of our son Yeah. from lymphoma. Yeah. And so it registers and there's other people listening and it's registering in them. They're listening right now like they've never listened before and they're going through a difficult time right now. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell them? And I've heard you do this with other folks and I'm turning the table on you <laughs> chat sure. today. Okay. You tell them what the source of that hope is that we see and experience in your life. Well, I'll give you an example. If you, Seek the Lord while he may be found. If you call upon him while he is near, if the wicked forsake their way and the unrighteous men their thoughts, the Bible says God will abundantly pardon. He has so much pardon, so much mercy, that he's ready to pour out if we seek him. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let me just give you an example. June 1st, I set aside a special season in my life to really seek the Lord. And no need to go into the details. I'll just let you know God rewarded it. Hmm. He showed up and he showed me some things that I told my church family last night are not fit to speak of. And I won't. I did tell the church family that during this time, I had prayed for God to do something dramatic, God to do something bold, God to do something unexpected, God to do something unforeseen that would really ignite excitement in our church family. Last night was one week after 
the storm. Mm. And it was the most exciting adult Bible study prayer meeting that we have ever had in my time as pastor. And one of the things that I shared with them, I want to share with you right now. Do you know, Joe, last Friday, I had on some blue jeans. I was hot and sweaty, had a cowboy hat, (laughs) some sunglasses. I've been walking around the church property. I request from the press to make comments here and there. We got our store. We're trying to help other people going around town, yada, yada, yada. I had entirely forgotten, completely forgotten, that finally, after a long wait of really at least a couple weeks, the doctor that I see has a specialist who knows how to wrangle with the insurance company. And before I could have my three-month scan, it's a CAT scan, Mm -hmm. it had to get approved. And she made it her mission to get it approved. And I didn't call her. I didn't bother her. I knew when she had it approved, she would let me know, finally. I was supposed to have it in June, and here it is, almost the end of June. She called me. Go get your scan. It's approved. And then the storm hit, and I just promptly forgot about it. Honestly did. Mm. Friday afternoon, my college teammate from Baylor, who was our kicker, Robert Bledsoe, has a wonderful insurance business here in town. He's a wonderful brother in Christ. He called me, and out of the blue, he said to me, Chet, have you had your scan? Hmm. I said, well, Robert, I kind of <laughs> forgot about it. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. They said I could come any time without an appointment. I'm going to go right now and have my scan. Thank you for reminding me. I don't know how he even knew that I was supposed to have a scan. I don't remember talking about it with Robert. Hadn't talked to him in maybe six or eight weeks. And out of the blue, he calls me. Uh, are you going to go get your scan? <laughs> So I go over to the place, and they're completely shut down because of the power outage. They can't do any scans. They tell me, go to the hospital. They know you're coming, and they'll do it for you there. So I go back over to the hospital. Sure. I get in line. They take me through. They give me my three-month scan. And basically, we're going to find out if the lymph nodes have grown. And if they have, then you have to start treatment? Well, she said if they grow like from 3 centimeters to 3.2, she's not going to worry about it too much. Okay. But if they've grown from 3 centimeters to 5.2, then she'll be a little more concerned. And there's no pressure there for you, right? We'll probably start chemo. (laughs) Wow. So we go get the scan. This lady does it expertly. She stuck me perfectly on the first try, (laughs) and uh, that's not always the case. Uh, She got the dye in my veins. She did the scan, and I went home. She said, the radiologist will read this tonight, but your oncologist won't get it till Monday. They'll call you when they're ready for you to come in. Okay. So... I think it was Monday or Tuesday. 
they called and said, we want you here Thursday at 1245 for lab work, and then we'll do an appointment where the doctor will tell you the result of your three-month checkup. Wow. So, yeah, you're kind of on pins and needles, but last night at prayer meeting, I, I asked the church there, you know, for a personal favor, would you just pray that I'll get a good report? Because I have a good feeling about this, and I think I'm going to get a good report, and I'd just like to ask you to pray. And, man, our church was full of prayer warriors last night. They were just attacking all of our prayer requests with agreement, yes, Lord, you know, agreeing together in prayer where two or three are gathered in my name. Jesus said, I'm going to be there with you. Where two of you agree on earth as touching anything they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father in heaven. We just laid hold of that like a handle and had a great prayer meeting. And everybody prayed that I would have a good report today. I walk in, sit down, wait, 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 not too long. The doctor walks in, and the first thing she says is, we have good news Mm. for you. Your lymph nodes are not growing. They've actually shrunk. Wow. And this is with no treatment. She said, I don't get to give good news very often. This is good news. And she said, the only way I can really explain it is somebody must be praying. Hmm. Wow. Dr. Sridhara from India said, it's prayer. She said, we don't really know as much about prayer as there is to know. It's more powerful than we are. And um, so, you know, I'm just overjoyed right now. I'm so thankful, so grateful. I've just been trying to whisper prayers of gratitude throughout the rest of this day to God. Thank you so much for that good report. Sharing it with my friends, sharing it with preacher friends. Sharing it with my kids, sharing it with my family, sharing it with my sister and her husband, sharing it with a lot of my friends at church, gotten a lot of answers back. You know, we're just all so thankful. God answers prayer. He really does. Well, let me tell you, Chet, thank you. Thank you in a world of politics, in a world of doublespeak, in a world of advertising where things are promised to be one thing and there's something else. Thank you in this world that we live for being real. Thank you for being a Christian, for loving God, and for making a difference in this world and for caring about this community. Now, you mentioned our listener. Can I just say this? If you're listening right now and you're going through some stuff, get some people to pray for you. And I want to pray for you right now myself. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the privilege to call upon you in prayer. And what a mighty God you are in heaven. We don't really understand what that means, that you are in heaven. Incredible that we on earth can talk to someone in heaven. And we want to pray for your kingdom to come and your will to be done on earth just like it is in heaven. And we thank you, Lord, that we can talk to you about things like our daily bread, our needs, our struggles, worries and our fears and I pray right now Father for that one out there who is going through something that's just so hard 
scary and frustrating. And I just ask you to give, grant by your grace and by your presence, a wonderful peace in the midst of the storm to know that, yes, the storm may come, but you're going to be there in the midst of it with us. And you're going to help us, Lord, to be strong. And whatever happens, we're not going to bow down to an idol. And we're not going to forsake you and leave you. But we're going to stay with you because we trust you and we believe in you. So bless my friends, Lord, who are listening right now, whoever they may be. And do something wonderful in their lives today that will show them that there is still a God who hears and answers prayer. I ask this for the glory of our Savior Jesus and in his name. Well, I hope you enjoyed the first part of this exciting interview from someone whose life has been touched by the mighty hand of God. If you become a regular listener of His mighty hand, you'll hear the remainder of this interview along with many others. Or you can go to HisMightyHand.com and go into the archives and find this and many more great presentations of His mighty hand. But right now, here's a message from the host of His mighty hand, Pastor Chet Haney. Thank you so much, Joe, for the opportunity to take a few moments and visit with our new listeners on His Mighty Hand. We're just so glad to have all of you with us, and we hope that we can build our listening audience and maybe count on you to tell family and friends about His Mighty Hand. We pray it'll be a blessing to you and a blessing to them. One of the things that we love about His Mighty Hand that makes it unique is that we have the privilege to tell great stories about how the mighty hand of God has touched people's lives in ways that cannot be explained away any other way than to know that God has done something special in their lives. And we kind of collect those stories and would love to hear from you. If you have a story like that, please give us a shout. Uh, You can contact us through the website and let us know about... um, Something amazing that God's done in your life. And uh, who knows, it might lead to a future episode where you get on with us on the uh, Bluetooth, perhaps on, on the phone, or maybe even if you're in this area, you can come by and do a live interview and be on His Mighty Hand. We'd love to hear about what God's done in your life. And uh, not only that, but also we appreciate so much the fact that some of you have been generous to his mighty hand already Uh, recently we've received a little flurry of unsolicited gifts to his mighty hand and i'm so grateful for that because you can't believe the timing of those how god used them to encourage this fledgling ministry which is just getting started just being pushed out of the nest so to speak and god's been so faithful to encourage us in what we're doing As a matter of fact, we received one gift from a brand new founder. Now, to be a founder, it's explained on the website, that means that you become a giver of uh, his mighty hand of an ongoing gift of at least $40 a month. And uh, I'm a founder. I'm happy to be a founder. And we really, our, our first founder besides me, wrote me this note. She said, I love his mighty hand podcast. I listen to multiple episodes every day, and I have listened to many of them several times. This ministry has been such a blessing to me. I share it with my friends and family, too. I felt compelled this morning while I was listening 
to give toward this ministry, and I want to continue giving to it. I'm so glad I listened to the Holy Spirit. Bless you, bless you to you and all involved for this podcast. And man, do I want to say thank you to that. I just can't tell you what an encouragement it was to receive that note. And we'd love to hear from you, our new listeners, even if it's not with a gift. If you just want to tell us something great that's going on in your life and how God has touched your life, we would love to hear about that. And if you do feel led to make a contribution financially, it will help us very much as we get started with this ministry going into new cities. We started with six new cities, and uh, just today we've started with one more. And I'm excited to... Um, i tell you more about those partnerships at some point in the future. Right now, let me just say that any gift that you give, whether it's a one-time gift or if you want to become a founder also and help us to extend this ministry's reach and share the gospel into new places where it's much needed, people need the encouragement of His mighty hand. We would love to hear from you. So thanks for listening. Thanks for your stories in advance, and thank you so much for your financial support. I'm Chet Haney pastor of Highland Terrace Baptist Church in Greenville, and the founder of His Mighty Hand. Well, there it is, His Mighty Hand. And I can tell you, your life too can be touched by the mighty hand of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to His Mighty Hand today. You can learn more about this ministry and about your host at hismightyhand.com. That's all lowercase with no spaces, hismightyhand.com. And thank you for sharing these moments with us. Perhaps your life too will be touched by...